Incentive Trust In American estate planning parlance, an incentive trust is a trust designed to encourage or discourage certain behaviors by using distributions of trust income or principal as an incentive. A typical incentive trust might encourage a beneficiary to complete a degree, enter a profession, or abstain from harmful conduct such as substance abuse. The beneficiary might be paid a certain amount of money from the trust upon graduating from college, or the trust might pay a dollar of income from the trust for every dollar the beneficiary earns. Although incentive trusts have apparently become more common in the early 21st century, a 2007 survey found that less than one-third of wealthy Americans attach conditions to the distribution of their estates. According to Joshua Tate, an assistant professor at SMU Dedman School of Law, incentive trusts pose a problem of inflexibility, because the settler cannot foresee all potential eventualities or circumstances and take them into account in the trust, the terms of the trust can prove to be a burden for the beneficiaries. Eileen Gallo, a noted psychotherapist, has argued that, although incentive trusts may be effective in changing behavior, they may in fact be damaging to the beneficiaries, in that they rely on external motivation to encourage activities that should be autotelic in nature. The seeming popularity of incentive trusts, however, is reflected in the many websites created by estate planners to market them. Protective Trust The protective trust is a form of settlement found in England and Wales and several Commonwealth countries. It has marked similarities to asset protection trusts found in several offshore jurisdictions and U.S. spendthrift trusts. In such a trust assets are ordinarily held to pay an income to the beneficiary. The beneficiary may also have access to capital of the trust with the trustee's permission. The right to receive income from a trust would ordinarily be an asset in the hands of the beneficiary and could be sold, thwarting the intention of the donor to spread the gift over the recipient's lifetime. Additionally on a bankruptcy the right to the income would be sold by the beneficiary's trustee in bankruptcy. To give protection to beneficiaries, a protective trust automatically converts into a discretionary trust, under which the beneficiary has no right to the income, if anything is done which breaches a condition specified in the document creating the trust. The establishment of this discretionary trust is ordinarily exempt from the charge to UK inheritance tax on the establishment of discretionary trusts. Such protective trusts have a long-standing history. To reduce the verbose definitions that had previously to be recited in the establishing documents of a protective trust, in England and Wales Section 33 of the Trustee Act 1925, and equivalent legislation in other jurisdictions, provides that this protection will arise in any trust described as a protective trust in its trustee. Protective trusts are subject to challenge under creditor protection legislation as are any other forms of asset protection. However many jurisdictions do not permit a trust to be broken where a debtor who remains a discretionary beneficiary only under a trust and cannot access the fund without the exercise of the trustee's discretion in his favor. Spendthrift Trust When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. 
Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. A spendthrift trust is a trust that is created for the benefit of a person, often unable to control his or her spending, that gives an independent trustee full authority to make decisions as to how the trust funds may be spent for the benefit of the beneficiary. Creditors of the beneficiary generally cannot reach the funds in the trust, and the funds are not actually under the control of the beneficiary. The creator of a trust is often called a truster, grantor, or settler of the trust. A trust generally will not be treated as a spendthrift trust unless the trust agreement contains language showing that the creator intended the trust to qualify as spendthrift. This is what is known as a spendthrift clause or spendthrift provision. A spendthrift provision creates an irrevocable trust preventing creditors from attaching the interest of the beneficiary in the trust before that interest, cash or property, is actually distributed to him or her. Most well-drafted irrevocable trusts contain spendthrift provisions even though the beneficiaries are not known to be spendthrifts. This is because such a provision protects the trust and the beneficiary in the event a beneficiary is sued and a judgment creditor attempts to attach the beneficiary's interest in the trust. The protection of the spendthrift trust extends solely to the property that is in the trust. Once the property has been distributed to the beneficiary that property can be reached by a creditor, except to the extent the distributed property is used to support the beneficiary. If a trust calls for a distribution to the beneficiary, but the beneficiary refuses such distribution and elects to retain property in the trust, the spendthrift protection of the trust ceases with respect to that distribution and the beneficiary's creditors can now reach trust assets. Necessaries, Child Support and Alimony Some creditors may compel payment out of the trust, particularly those who supply the beneficiary with necessaries, usually food and shelter, but sometimes clothing and transportation, if these are not extravagant. Most jurisdictions also permit the invasion of spendthrift trust assets to satisfy awards of child support and alimony. Trusts for the beneficiary is also the creator. A trust created by an individual for his or her own benefit is sometimes called a self-settled trust, and may be a kind of asset protection trust. If the creator of a self-settled trust is also a beneficiary of the trust, particular problems arise regarding the protection of assets from creditors, and the prevention of fraud, that is, the possibility that the creator of the trust seeks to defraud creditors. The general rule, self-settled trusts do not protect the trust creator. To prevent individuals from creating trusts to defeat their own creditors, the laws of most states provide that a spendthrift clause in a trust document does not protect the beneficiary to the extent that the beneficiary is also the person who created the trust. The settler does not need to be either the sole settler or the only beneficiary of the trust. As long as the settler is a beneficiary of the trust to any extent, to that extent the trust will be deemed self-settled. For example, Texas law provides. b. If the settler is also a beneficiary of the trust, a provision restraining the voluntary or involuntary transfer of his beneficial interest does not prevent his creditors from satisfying claims from his interest in the trust estate. Further, laws in some states, like Texas, are worded so broadly that anyone transferring property to the trust might be deemed to be a creator, for example, settler, grantor, or truster, not merely the person or persons who originally set up the trust. The exception, DAP states. However, several states have changed their laws to provide that a person may create a self-settled spendthrift trust, for example, a spendthrift trust for his or her own benefit. 
Such trusts are also called Domestic Asset Protection Trusts, DAPT, and sometimes informally called Alaska Trusts, as Alaska was a pioneer in allowing this kind of spendthrift trust. However, because of the danger of the misuse of Alaska trusts to defraud creditors, the legality of such trusts, to the extent that they purport to protect the trust share of a beneficiary who is also a creator of the trust, is uncertain in the states not allowing self-settled spendthrift trusts. Nevada has enacted a series of statutes, codified at Chapter 166 of the Nevada Revised Statutes, that specifically enable the creation of self-settled spendthrift trusts. This form of trust is commonly referred to as a Nevada Asset Protection Trust. Under Chapter 166, an individual can serve as the settler, trustee, and beneficiary of the trust. This network of laws is specifically designed to protect trust assets from the claims of any creditor. NRS 166.170 specifically limits the circumstances under which a creditor may bring a claim. If a creditor existed at the time of the property's transfer to the trust, then the creditor must bring its claim against the trust within two years after the transfer or within six months after the creditor reasonably should have known of the transfer, whichever is later. If the creditor's claim surfaces after the transfer is made, the creditor must bring its claim within two years after the transfer, regardless of notice. Moreover, the creditor can only sustain its claim if it can prove by clear and convincing evidence, a tough evidentiary standard, that the transfer was made as a fraudulent conveyance. The extent to which sister states will recognize the asset protections of these DAPs, like those created under the laws of Nevada and Alaska, is unclear due to a somewhat sparse body of relevant case law. While states are generally compelled to honor and recognize the laws of sister states, Pursuant to the full faith and credit clause of the United States Constitution, some of these laws may be in direct conflict with the laws of other states. Some of these DAP laws can be quite expansive. The scope of the Nevada law is drawn quite broadly to govern Nevada's enforcement of all trusts created within or outside the state, so long as they meet certain limited criteria. The law goes on to require that the statutes be applied to the enforcement by any other state of any spendthrift trust created within Nevada, so long as the law is not in direct conflict with the other adjudicating state. In fact, the Nevada law does not even require that the trust assets be located within Nevada, so long as one of the trustees declares his or her domicile is Nevada. The following other states now have a DAPT statute, Delaware, Mississippi, as of July 31, 2014, South Dakota, Wyoming, Tennessee, Utah, Oklahoma, Colorado, Missouri, Rhode Island, and New Hampshire. In the United States, because estates and trusts are largely governed by state law in the United States, individual states each may have their own statutory or common law treatments of spendthrift clauses and trusts. For example, the Nevada Property Code provides, There is no personal or corporate income tax imposed by the state of Nevada. An irrevocable spendthrift trust, if properly formed in the state of Nevada, is currently not subject to income taxes of other states, as long as the Nevada Spendthrift Trust is qualified to do business in the other states. A Nevada Spendthrift Trust is only subject to federal income tax. The settler has the right to change or add other beneficiaries any time without notification to any beneficiary past or present, the state of Nevada or the federal government. All rights and privileges of a spendthrift trust formed in the state of Nevada are clearly set out in a concise set of statutes in Nevada and are not dependent on court decisions or interpretations for the validity of the trust. There are no registration fees, annual reporting fees, 
or any other recurring fees charged by the state of Nevada or any local government for the continued validity of the trust. The trusts are also not required to retain a resident agent in the state of Nevada. In Texas, the Texas Property Code provides. A. A settler may provide in the terms of the trust that the interest of a beneficiary in the income or in the principal or in both may not be voluntarily or involuntarily transferred before payment or delivery of the interest to the beneficiary by the trustee. A clause in the terms of a trust agreement that complies with the above-quoted statute is an example of what the law calls an anti-alienation provision. To continue with the example of the Texas law, the Texas Property Code further provides. B. A declaration in a trust instrument that the interest of a beneficiary shall be held subject to a spendthrift trust is sufficient to restrain voluntary or involuntary alienation of the interest by a beneficiary to the maximum extent permitted by this subtitle. C. A trust containing terms authorized under subsection A or B of this section may be referred to as a spendthrift trust. The above quoted language essentially means that a trust instrument does not, at least, in Texas, have to contain complex legal jargon to qualify the trust as spendthrift, simply using the word spendthrift in the trust document may be sufficient.